irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to L.A. Talk Radio. You're listening to Razor Riffs with Keith Razor and Alan Lee right here on L.A. Talk Radio. Hello? Oh, there it goes. Hey, guys. I thought he said they were good when they lit up. Sorry for the dead air there. That was my bad. I'm in the director's chair. This is Megan Jenkins on Razor Riffs. And Keith and Alan are running a little late today, so they will be here. Don't worry, I'm not in charge of the computer the entire time. Um, I am fortunately here with somebody else, so I don't have to talk to myself. His name is Jerry Bednob, and you might know him from The 40-Year-Old Virgin. That's what I mostly know him from. Um, he does stand-up comedy. He's very funny. Uh, what, what else? Have you, what else have you done, Jerry? Oh, I've done over, over thirty movies. Zack and Mary make a porno. Oh, that's a great movie. Walk Hard with, with, with um, John C. Riley. And God, um, my first movie actually was many years ago with um, Paulie Shaw and Cino Man. Oh, what a great movie! Uh, and and um, Brendan, that was your first one, you said. Yeah, I think that was his first too. Oh, cool! And Brendan Fraser, uh, who wasn't a big star then, and actually about four or five years ago, I worked with Brendan Fraser again in a uh, with Brooke Shields movie called Furry Vengeance, <laughs> and that was a long gap. With me at well, meeting, and we had a lot, a lot of fun. And but I've done um, um, politics of love. I've just just a, at least thirty movies I've been in. That's a bunch. And yeah, yeah you must love doing it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I wasn't expecting that answer. <laughs> <I know. laughs> that's, that's yeah, you're funny. Yeah, that's why I see why you're funny. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. They all told me. <laughs> I paid them to tell you that. Yeah, I, oh yeah, I like it. Actually, I, just, I feel more comfortable doing stand up comedy. Uh-huh. And. Because as you know, um, I'm my own writer, director, producer, uh, on stand-up comedy, I, there's no cut and redo, and you know. So I, that's my comfort zone is doing stand-up comedy. I, I, I'm, because of stand-up comedy, I got to do what I'm doing in movies and TV right now. Because of that, stand-up comedy. And if, if when I first came to, to um, L.A., mm-hmm. I, <clears throat> originally, I'm from Trinidad in the Caribbean. Awesome. Trinidad, Tobago. That's a big change from. <laughs> then I, yeah. And Do you then you I must moved, miss well, it. climate. Uh-huh. Then I moved to Canada, Toronto. It's cold. Uh-huh. Stayed there for 15 years. I, I was a high school counselor in Toronto. Oh, cool. Yeah. How'd you I, like that? I didn't. <laughs> Have you ever had a job you've liked? Oh, okay. <laughs> Podcast guest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so <Yeah>. fun. <laughs> uh, because after no, it, it became boring after you know. Yeah, I am not cut out to do um, office work uh-huh. like you yeah. know, the walls. Yeah, I wouldn't. Like I that don't, and that. But there was no um, room for stand-up comedy when when I started in Toronto. There was no club. Mm-hmm. Comedy club, and I was never a comedian. I was a maybe a funny guy, but I can't say I'm a comedian because I never perform in front of an audience. Mm-hmm. And just making in people in the office laugh and friends laugh, I, that was a. It's a big mistake when people think that they're funny when they make friends laugh. And, uh, and people in the office, oh, you should be a comedian. <laughs> yeah. No, you shouldn't. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> it's a big different story when, yeah. when people pay money, they get dressed up. Yeah. And you come and I come on to see a show, and and you have to be very careful, and, and you have to have, I think, an original act. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Because yeah. you don't want to be on stage where people, somebody in the audience can predict 
what you're going to say and predict the joke and possibly heard it before. Mm-hmm. That won't work for long. Yeah. Say, well, I could have. I paid money to hear jokes that I already know. Yeah. <laughs> but doesn't it make them feel better about themselves? They're like, I'm as funny as that comedian out there. Oh, well, that could be a problem. <laughs> yeah, then you got a bunch of them. Oh. <laughs> and you're waiting in line outside. Because this. some comics get them involved. Mm-hmm. And uh, like a comic would go on before I do, like the MC, and get the audience and talking back and forth. Now they think they're part of the act. Mm-hmm. And that is a no-no for me. Yeah. Because I remember not too long ago, a guy uh, was at the club, the MC, and he's talking to this woman in the front, front seat. Back on show, oh, well, she thinks, wow, she's like like Joan Rivers or Phyllis <laughs> Dill or whatever. So she's pretty. And then I said, why is he doing that? He's making it really awful and, and uncomfortable for the other comics to follow because they might, she might think, no, she expects everybody to talk to her. Yeah, yeah. And I was very, I, I was very um, kind of uh, uh, pee off, pissed off. You can say pissed off. And <laughs> <laughs> I saw your eyes. <laughs> You're like, oh no. I know. <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> 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 what's, the, what's the restriction here? Yeah. You can say anything oh. you want, yeah. Because I remember saying that. I'm, I'm, I asked the owner once, I said, can I say shit in, my, in this club? He said, fuck no. <laughs> I said, oh, okay. <laughs> so you I, didn't know what to do then? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So when, it, when I went on, the woman started talking to me. I said, ma'am, I don't want to be rude, but I have an act, and I really don't need help. And I had to put down the comic before me because he, he, um, he was wrong in doing getting them involved. I said, maybe the comic before me had no act, and he had to help you or help him. I don't need help. Mm-hmm. So if you could just shut the fuck up. And, <laughs> and that's what she did. She was really mad, mm-hmm. and she just pouted all through the night and she's right up front, front row. And I'm, so I just ignored her because yeah. I couldn't play to her. Um, she, she's just, she thinks that I'm the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And the guy before me was a nice guy. Mm-hmm. And, um, um, and I sometimes ask the audience, I said, did you get dressed up tonight? People come here to hear somebody in the audience? <laughs> Entertain you and no, <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah, it's a made that pair because I know they didn't come for that. <laughs> that poor lady, she already felt bad, and then she gets booed by everyone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's not her fault, it is her fault. I agree, she did bring it on herself. Yeah, but no, but it's the comic's fault, true. Yeah, because he didn't, yeah, make maybe think. she didn't know anybody. No, yeah, could be her first time in the club, mm-hmm. and she wow. Mm-hmm. I, I am part of the. I yeah. never this guy so nice. Yeah, she's a star. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, 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 I talked to him after the show and I said, What you did was wrong and you can keep doing it. I can't tell you how to do your act, but when if I'm coming up, if uh, you're bringing me up at any time, make sure I don't get involved, get people involved. Mm-hmm. Because, because they think they're part of the act and they're not. Yeah. I yeah. have an act. You, maybe you don't. Yeah. So, so that's how what. But stand-up comedy, you know, people make, um, I know comics would say they, they don't, they're like, they so-called a bomb on stage that nobody will have. Mm-hmm. And they'll come to me and say, young, like younger comics say, Jerry, I don't know, man. All my friends tell me I'm funny. <laughs> and, and all my, my, in the office, everybody say, boy, you should be a comedian. <laughs> I say, well, your friends are wrong. <laughs> I said. Friends telling you you're funny, they don't know that you were coming, coming to one stage. Mm-hmm. You're funny in the office, you're funny, you know. And, um, and people always ask me, how do I know I could be, that I'm funny? It's, that's hard to say. The most important thing in comedy, stand-up comedy, is timing. Now, before I started doing stand-up comedy, I used to hear, all the pros and greats like Milton Bull and you all come on TV. Mm-hmm. They say no timing. I say I, to myself, I say, not really. Oh, a joke is a joke. But then I realized, more came into the business. Now I know the timing. I would say is about eighty, eighty-five percent of a joke. Mm-hmm. Because there's an old saying: some people could tell a joke, some people can't. It's the same joke. Mm-hmm. But what made me think? 
uh, timing is something you can't explain. It's like rhythm. You can't explain. You can't teach timing. That's true. Yeah, you know, that's a that's a good analogy with rhythm. That's, yeah, yeah, that's a you, really you good. You analogy. have it, mm-hmm. or you don't. Yeah. And but I I didn't know my delivery and everything was different until over the years as a, a younger man in Trinidad, a friend would tell me a joke. I say, oh, that's really funny. And then when we meet in a party, I'll say, Harry, tell him that joke you told me. He said, no, you tell it. I said, well, it's your joke. <laughs> he said, no, but you tell it better. <laughs> and over the years I've been hearing that. I said, what makes, what makes me tell it better? I don't know. That's very introspective. Yeah. Yeah. So I realized eventually it's delivery and time and time and delivery mm-hmm. really come together and I said, oh, maybe I tell me because you tell it and I tell it like and, and you don't get a laugh and I tell the same joke word I verbatim but differently. Mm-hmm. And I so then 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 you're after over the years I say, you know, maybe there's something um that I I, I am kinda happy that I that I, and then people would ask me to MC a stranger, not people I know, but they're not my friends, at a wedding. Mm-hmm. They would say, I'm Jerry. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, Keith Reza, everybody. Get, did you get a note from your mother? <laughs> hey, <laughs> are you trying to kick me out of my uh, seat right now? I'm the director. What are you doing? Uh, you just turned all the buttons on. What does that mean? Oh, oh God, I'm getting kicked oh. out. All right. No. This is how it goes. Oh, no. Hold on, I'm just moving over to the other side of the table. <laughs> well, so, we could so brief him on what we're talking about. We just started where he get brief him on how we started comedy and whatever. Uh, I'm, I'm so sorry I, I'm late. There's a there's an accident on the traffic. Uh-huh. You know, Wait, were you at fault? Yeah, we're on the 405, <laughs> and I missed the exit to pick up Alan Lee, who's parking the car. Uh-huh. And there's a trap, like a, a tire blew out, like right in front of me. So we had to like go a different direction and then we just had traffic I was like oh great where was this this was on the 405 right by sunset oh because did you see a fire yeah and would that have caused a backup I maybe yeah we went the opposite direction because I didn't want to cause the you know stay in the traffic yeah yeah and then the opposite direction I guess everyone else caught on that so we were like oh great you know but did you shout out, I have a show to do? Yeah, I was like, why? Get out, yeah. I, uh, I know. I apologize. I'm always no, no. very, very early. And, uh, no, no, I am. Yeah, you know. I'm, there's no problem. We, she, um, Megan was doing a great job. Yeah, we are. Megan's awesome, man. She's yeah. she's my uh, one of my trusty sidekicks. Well, no, um, and then she told me she's a tr- um, truck laugh. Um, what do you call it? Laugh truck. Oh, oh yeah, I said I was can. We when we were can in the elevator. Laugh. I told him. He said, "What do you do?" I said, "I'm just canned laughter." Yeah, because, because <laughs> that's what he hired me for. Because Alan Lee, <laughs> the the trusty sidekick, he's very very funny, but uh-huh. but uh, uh, no one hears his jokes. So I thought if we get a lady, she'll laugh, and then everyone will be like, "Oh, it's funny." Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah. So oh, oh, she just she get a cue and say laugh. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty <laughs> much. Laugh. Yeah, Get out yeah. of my seat. Well, you actually left. do that in the studios, you know that. Yeah, on the Without, sitcoms, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so really, it's... it's yeah. Um, some co- um, shows that I've seen and I've been in, and they don't laugh, and they'll say, okay, more laughter. And then you have to do the same line. Yeah. Over and over, and it's so funny after that. <laughs> <laughs> How many times still it's not funny? Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's true. You know, um, I was... Uh, I'm actually writing a movie, and I don't mean to like uh, put you on the spot. I actually finished it. Okay, I'll do it. Yeah, but I, I, but no, I seriously wrote a role for you. Okay. Yeah, it's it's uh, a the the thing is it's at a party because when I saw Forty Year Old Virgin, when you said "Go fuck it, go," I thought that was the funniest line in the world. You know what I mean? Most quoted now. Yeah. So so like the the it's just like at a party. It's just like one line, you know, and you just. Yeah, you know, I just think it would be cool, you know, the guy, they'd be like, oh, the guy, you know, and then you'd be like, go fuck a, ju- a goat to the person, you know? Yeah, uh, I thought it would be funny. I don't know if I have to pay you rights for yes, that line, yes. but <laughs> I'm willing. People, when you walk down the streets, do they just yell that at you? People, people yell every line. When I do my stand-up comedy, people in the audience shout out the lines 
from Fort Hubertson that I kind of was doing. Yeah. Because every, most of it was improvised, my, my, my line. I read that, yeah, yeah. So I don't remember, I made up shit that I, 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 I have never said before. Yeah. Because when I'm, they had the standard thing like Cincinnati bow tie and um, um, Dirty Science, those are the regular, um, legit. Yeah. Just, and then I'm finished with that, and then Joe Dapito said, Well, um, keep going. I said, What? He said, Save, just say shit. Yeah. Whatever. And those are the things that I said, Okay, so this is why I don't, I've said things that I've never said in my life before. Like, alligator fuck house, or <laughs> uh, like pussy juice cocktail, and double decker dildo. <laughs> All these things just came to me to say stupid things. I yeah. can't believe you've never said any of this. No, no, I didn't. Before. Never. <laughs> I, I never heard about. You know, I, I so I had to think. Do one okay. more. One uh, more. Yeah. So wait, you never even heard of these things? You just no. said, "Holy Lord, that's hilarious." Oh no, I never said those before because I know these dirty science chairs. Those are uh, <laughs> and um, <laughs> tie and whatever. Like, what, what? Like, like one of the lines was written as anal sex. So I thought on my own quickly, why don't I say something that's too generic? Yeah. So I say butthole pleasures. Right. So to me, they say, yeah, that's, that's better. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, um, yeah, but I never said those lines before in my life. So a lady was saying before, uh, I'm on the shout out, I was doing a show, and, and I still didn't know. She said, you said it in the 40 year old I said, oh, I'll take your word for it. Yeah. And then my comics say, yeah, you did say that. I said, oh. Okay, the guy, I don't look at my movie. I only see the movie once. Yeah. That's it. I don't look at it more than once. Yeah, yeah. Everything I do, I do. Especially if you're in it. It's like you just yeah. want to see. Yeah, I, I totally understand that because I yeah. did a movie a long time ago and oh. it was terrible. It was called Terrible People. Yeah. Oh. And, <laughs> and I was at the premiere and uh, I played a bank robber who died, uh-huh. you know? And I was just like, oh, my acting's just so terrible. I can't watch this shit. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. So that's the thing, like, why I do stand-up, you know, because I'm like you, you know, you do stand-up to get in the movies, you know, but I don't yeah. want to act. Like, I'm like, what's acting? Yeah, um, <laughs> you're acting. Luckily, I play myself. Like, my, my character, like, Judd Apatow know me, Judd Apatow. From the stand-up days. Stand-up. Yeah. And he knows what I'm what I am like off stage yeah. because I you know I just cost oh, I would get mad and, and and you see that's my character that's me Yeah. so this is why he had booked me in a show called a short lived but very well written show called um, Undeclared well, well, oh I've seen that Undeclared yeah. oh. yes it's a take all it, it's a graduation from Freaks and Geeks oh okay so they went to college I know it's Seth Rogen and um, Jay Baruchel. Well, you're pretty close with Seth Rogen. You've done like two or three movies. Yeah, yeah, but right? we're not close. Oh, you know his ass. What is the girl? I guess. Oh, we play poker every week. What shit? Oh yeah. I know we don't see each other. Yeah. This is the trusty sidekick, Alan Lee, Gary. Really quick. Hey, hey. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna take a picture of this and J- post Jerry this. Jerry's pulled away from Bangladesh, yeah. and yeah. he's not. They are dressed exactly yeah. alike. They're dressed exactly alike. I'm gonna take a picture. They are dressed alike. Yeah, I mean, check Twitter. You guys look. The, you need to go to the racetrack after this. <laughs> yes, I know, but I have no money. <laughs> I have, I have, I have no horse. Even a horse. Here, smile. Oh, I have glasses. Oh, this is amazing. Oh, yeah. There's a really good friendship for He's with this man. He's a businessman. No, as I, well as an artist. I, yeah. I had a um, um, laser. No, really. And then he, he, he said, well, you need a 175. Just go to dollar store 99 and pick up. I have about eight pairs. One in each room. <laughs> Whatever. I That's great. Yeah, That's yeah, great. And it's a dollar. One in each room. Exactly. Yeah. Beautiful. What strength is yours? You know, mine, I'm so lucky I'm at 125. Okay. Praying that I don't go to 190 next week. Okay, yeah, well, mine would start off at 125. Ah. I haven't changed it yet, and she said, um, so you know that's. Fantastic. <laughs> is, is this even on? Yeah, yeah. You're on. You're on. Oh. Thank you. You're on, man. Beautiful. Alan Lee, Wait, welcome to the studio. Thank you. It's so good to see Alan. you. Everybody's I'm driving. I'm driving. In. <laughs> yeah. When am I going to meet Alan? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> And then I came this and said, oh, you're not mine. Now, come up. No, no, huh? This is karma. <laughs> yeah. This is karma. Yeah. People are going to say, 
don't don't try to get revenge. Yeah. <laughs> Today somebody karma. I say karma is too fucking slow. Yeah. I'm gonna speed it up. Many lives, many yeah, lives. Yeah, that takes too long. Now, do, do you do you? I'm sure you do, but I know like with comedy, you know, there's so many comedians and stuff. Do you remember a comedian named Stephen Briggs? Wait a minute! I think I'll be working with him. Yeah. In, did he tell you that? Yeah, in a couple years. Yeah. Stephen Briggs I've is... I've never met him, though. Oh, really? Stephen... I, I mean, that's been, again, you, you work with people and you still didn't know. Yeah, well, because Stephen Briggs is one of my best friends, and he said that he featured for you in Huntington Beach. Mm. Well, then we walked in. Yeah, and he said... But again, you really can. Well, yeah, yeah, but so... I, I'm old. Yeah, yeah. I have an excuse. Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, Stephen, I, I, I need guests for the, the podcast. And he said to call you. I was like, I, do you think you'll do it? He's like, yeah, you're a great guy. And I, yeah. so I was I'm like, oh. Great, but, you know, yeah. I'm letting him do Yeah. <laughs> 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 Unemployed is different from great. So, so, We're not paying you for this. So then I called Stephen and I said, you do the show. And then he's like, what am I going to do the show, you fucker? I was like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's good that you go because we were, he was supposed to drive. Yeah. But I, I called him, what's his name, Andrew Cohen? Yeah, yeah. And I told him, uh, um, uh, my girlfriend is a teacher, and she retired, so now we're going to go together. So I told Andrew, I don't need a ride anymore. Uh-huh. So I meet on Thursday night on the 5th. Yeah. I think on the fourth we go up on a Thursday. Yeah. Fifth and it, we work and Saturday we come out here, so we go in that's how I know the name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, there's just so many comics, you know. So like, I, I mean, I'm not saying he was lying about working with you, you know, because he's an honest guy. But I know I've worked with so many people, I forget who I work with. You oh know? yeah, look, I work with him. And I yeah, so I mean, you're probably gonna forget about this interview in a couple <laughs> <of> weeks. I'm sure Keith will tweet I, at you and remind you. Yeah. I, I just bought you for water and no. She said, "You want to see that?" I said, "Yeah." Yeah, that's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Man. So, <laughs> but uh, um, so I would. Uh, here, here's a, a question I had that was very interesting because you. Uh, Let me decide if it's interesting. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> but uh, you did you did stand up during the the writers' strike at the comedy store, and you saw Ooh. you were you no, did. I didn't. No, you didn't. But yeah. what the question is, uh, the comic who killed himself, yes. uh, Steve Lebedkin. yeah. I worked with him. You worked with before. Yeah. Wow. That's that's amazing because like I'm very fascinated with because I think comedy has a dark side on people, and obviously that happened with Steve. Oh no. Yeah, but a lot of very depressed people. Yeah, right. but a lot of a lot of comics don't remember him, but don't remember his jokes. Like Argus Hamilton, he's one of my best friends. He right. doesn't remember Steve's jokes, and you were you said on podcasts you worked with him. Yes. So I, I worked with him, but I don't remember. He, he had he didn't have jokes. He had nice stories. Yeah, yeah. He was a storyteller. Yeah, he's very bright, a good-looking guy, and everything. Yeah. And and there's no pictures of him on the internet too. It's like, oh, oh, well then. Yeah. There was when he died. It was that 1979. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. So he was good-looking for the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> no, he'd be like shit. <laughs> he died in good wow. time. Yeah, yeah. He died the right wow, time. Wow, that's quite a sight. Yeah. And he jumped from the Hyatt Hotel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the Rock and Roll Hyatt. They used to call it. That's what they called it. Yes. Yeah, because we work and he was depressed wow. then we're during the strike. Yeah. N- n- the, for, mo- for money to get paid. Yeah, yeah. You sure. never paid shit, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah. So I just came in 1978 mm-hmm. and then in th- this, I ran into the strike. I didn't come here for that because yeah. I wanted to, f- to work for free because that's the exposure. I leave Toronto mm-hmm. for, uh, to come. Mm-hmm. You started at Yuck Yucks. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I had a good experience. Well, that's a story how I started there. Yeah. Uh, it was only Jewish comics. Jew, Jews, Jews. All over really? <laughs> and I was, it, there was a lot of racial discrimination in Toronto against the Pakistanis. Interesting. There's yeah. a, um, a Paki Bash, they call them. Wow. Just beat them for no reason. Wow. But I'm not a Paki. I'm Indian heritage from Trinidad. So I took advantage of that situation. And but they would work me, and so then Mark Breslin, the owner of the club, he had a one night, that's how it started in a church basement on a Wednesday night, one night a week. That's yeah. how Yuck Yuck started. Now we have 25 clubs, yeah. And I was one of the original with me and um, uh, um, uh, 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 Maurice Lamarche, he lives here, 
And then um, the guy from Second City TV, um, Rick Moranis. Oh, I love oh. Rick Moranis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. You know Rick Moranis? Oh, yeah. That's oh, cool. Ghostbusters, awesome. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, don't, I don't mean to like brag, but like he's I'm the like, biggest Rick Moranis so fan. No, I, I'm me too. Yeah, he's so, so quick. So. And, and then he's so f- offbeat. Yeah. Because he, Howie Mandel, Jim Carrey, they came after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then Rick, Rick, Rick Moranis never liked doing stand-up. But there was nothing else. He was on a radio show. Yeah. And there was nothing else. So he, he did play the guitar and do impressions of um, uh, Adventure the Kiss Guy, uh, uh, playing Ed Sullivan, and times like that, sketches wow. he did. I think I'm the on- one of the only people who knows Rick Moranis did stand-up. A lot of people are like, no, he didn't. I was like, no, he did. I know he did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he like, never liked it. He, oh, he probably did. It. He probably he, did. He actually hates acting now because he quit. Yeah. Interesting. He does, so he, when I hear that, he's a country so singer amazing, now. Amazing to Yeah, he, he's a singer now. And what? his, son, his yeah. wife died. Yeah. Uh, and then he had to stay with his sons. And he quit business completely. Oh, well, I'm I like didn't the. I know any of this. I'm like That's the. Amazing. I'm a, I'm like the biggest Rick Moranis fan. When I started the podcast, I wanted to interview him, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. they said no, and I was like, well, how long, how long have you been doing this? Then? Uh, two years. Two oh, no, years. He quit that long. Time. Yeah, yeah, but so like I have this thing called Asperger syndrome, mm-hmm. so like I I keep asking until I get a no. You know what I mean? Like same with girls, I keep saying, hey, you want to go out? You say, want to go out? You want to go out? Unless they say no, you know what I mean? I still think there's a chance. So Rick Moranis is no. no. Rick Moranis' publicist just said, "Keep writing us later." So I did, and then I wrote. I was like, "Look, I I, I don't have much money, but I'll give you five hundred dollars." Oh my god! And then they said, "Maybe." That's funny. So then, so then I got. Why didn't I get fucking five hundred? Well, right. Well, this, <laughs> yeah. Why didn't you? That's well, hold on. You get rejected by the best writers. Well, hold on. So like, I think Rick Moranis is one of the greatest comic minds. And then they said yeah. he does. He they said he does not want to talk about comedy. He just wants to talk about country singing. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh. I know I nothing about country. Yeah, singing. I haven't had a country I do. Singer. Yeah. I want to see strange like genius strange. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he he's a he's yeah. a very um I would like to see him sometime because I would like to see him with you, man. We could go lunch. I went and, <laughs> and, uh, and you're gonna buy him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wherever. You better say yes or no uh, now, otherwise you're gonna he, get he an invite every LA. day for the I rest of the week. In Toronto. He tried LA, he tried fucking month. So I was coming in me, I was coming to LA. He said, Jerry buy stuff. He said, uh, I hate LA. I knew he somebody I came, he said Everybody's thousands of comics. I said, well, "Look, I already decided to come, and I, I got to take my chances." Yeah. And then when I went to the comedy store, was I saw a bunch of people like oh, Amateur Night or whatever. I said, "You know, they're not a, a, a thousand comics. They're thousand people trying to be comics." Yeah. Because it was awful. It's still the same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It uh, was. Yeah. Worse now. Uh, yeah. It's way worse because yeah. now everyone thinks they're a comedian. Oh, man. It's oh like, holy. God. Like, I'm not a huge name, but when people ask me to open up for me, yeah. I'm like, I, I'm like, uh, do I know you? Like, you know, yeah. do you have any jokes? You know what I mean? And they don't yeah. have any jokes. And it's like, yeah. and then it's like, you want me to, like, uh-huh, yeah. nice yeah, people guy. People ask me this. I said, look, I don't go on your road, guys. I run into the road. I've never been a, a road comic ever. Yeah. I don't even, I've never had a, um, a, a business card ever, ever. Yeah. yeah. Because I say, you know, people who have business cards after a show, they're sort of like, like fucking sliming around to get a card. Well, I don't grab it. Because people feel obligated to ask you. If you really want to book me, I say call the club owner. Mm-hmm. And then if you do that, then I know you really want to do something with me. Yeah. But you think the feel I'm in the fucking face, oh, I'll take a car. <laughs> yeah. You have no choice on me. Yeah, and then it sure. just goes in the trash. Oh, yeah. Well, I take cards, people give me cards, and if it, it's blank yeah. at the back, I'll keep it to write notes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. If it's both I say, fuck you. There you go. Whenever, whenever, whenever people ask you to open up for them, you should just be like, uh, go fuck a goat. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Well, when Joan Rivers took me to open Joan oh, Rivers. Yeah, that was another She's the best. Tell us. A very, very nice. Alan friend. Lee's like the biggest Joan I, Rivers I, fan. I've always found her fascinating. Yeah, so she was. Her. Tell me. Um, when, I, when I did, when she had a TV show, 
It's like the talk show. Yeah, didn't you do like more time than you were supposed to? Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. I, I, All right, pal. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Not with the, she made me do more time. Yeah. Because cool. she had me in panel. To yes. Him. Yeah. And then she asked me at the end, you know, you usually wrap up when you're talking to guests. Oh, you're great. Would you come back? I said, no, no, no. Oh. And then she didn't know what to say because I did it as a joke. Yeah. Because I made sure I did well stand up first. Sure, sure. And then I went to panel. If I'd bomb, I'd say, fuck, I better say, yeah, I'll gladly. <laughs> so she laughed. She said, oh, okay. She didn't know what to say. That's yeah. funny. And then the second time I did it, then she said, you know, Edgar, her husband said, I'll be a Wow. Who recommend me? The guy who owned Yuck Yuck. He booked the comics. Yeah. Joan, he, he was in Toronto and got a call. Mm-hmm. Because it's so, uh, uh, there's a girl named Marjorie Gross. She used to work with Seinfeld and work in the show as a writer and a stand up comic. And her aunt uh, was a friend of Joan. And before Joan, yep. the show started, she talked yep. to Joan and said, Joan, I have a niece, niece who would like to be a comic. She said, yep. Joan, she sent a tape. She sent this tape. Yep. She sent the tape was where Mark Breslin interviewing her. And she said, Who's that guy interviewing? He's, he's pretty sharp. Yeah. He said, well, he's the owner of the club. And he, and he said, I'd like to book, have him to book my acts. And he, she just caught one day he was on stage. Yeah. In Yuck Yuck emceeing. Uh-huh. And, and the manager, the girl said, um, Mark, Joan Rivers on the, uh, on the phone for you. He said, yeah, tell Joan to suck my cock or whatever. <laughs> because he, he thinks, yeah, Joan Rivers, where did she know me to begin with? She had yeah. no idea. And, and then she came back and said, Mark, on stage, she went to Mark, it is Joe. It is Joe. Get off. Go. And, and that's how he went. And he said, hello, and was Joan Rivers. Yeah. Wow. Talked him into it to come and book. Yeah, he said, sure. But he had so much money. He, he came, he was making 80 grand a year doing that. Yeah. And he bought his Rolls Royce, rent a penthouse, and just to live in Hollywood for a while. And so he booked, he, he, that's how he booked, he booked me. But what he did, you know, on my stand-up comedy, I talk about kicking handicap and... and I know, I love that joke. Uh, yeah, you your, that. your stand-up it's comedy hilarious. is kind of po- poetic in a yeah, way. Well, yeah, because, like, I, 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 I don't know if you, like, write poetry, but your comedy, it just it seems like it's written with that same heart, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, just the to, rhythm. Yeah, yes, the, the rhythm. Yeah, the rhythm. Yeah. Well, thanks. Yeah, I think it's beautiful because, like that, that's the type of comedy I like. You know what uh, I mean? It's dark and dry. Yeah, I love yes. dark. Yes. I love dark comedy. That's yeah, me too. Yeah. I could get a joke and and then I would. But he told me to the audition at Improv. Right. And he's the producer, Joan Rivers, coming yeah. and say, Jerry, what you do? You do this joke, and I said, I you I said, it's I have five minutes. I can't do that kind of joke up front. Huh. Yeah, they have to know me and like me first when I do it at the end. Yes. Right. But kicking a handicap, I can't do it up front. <laughs> he, moved, <laughs> he moved your joke. <laughs> they have yeah. to do it at the yeah, end. He moved a, your joke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah he did. I said, Mark, you say, look, do it, Jerry. I said, Mark, I'm telling you, you won't like me, you know. I know it. <laughs> That's funny. And, and exactly, I did it the way he said, I'm going to get you on the show, I'm booking the show. I said, okay. Went on. Fucking died. Yeah. So I said, Mark, what is? Uh, what, what did they say? You say one. You, they said they hated you. I said, Well, yes, they <laughs> fucking hated you. Oh my god. He said, But I'll get you on the show. <laughs> he said, I know you. I said, did you tell him to fuck a goat? He told me, Joan and the producer, he said, I know Jerry. Yeah. He has all of the material. I made him do that. Oh, that was, that was nice. Yeah, and I shouldn't do it. He has real good material. Oh, yeah. Clean and, and funny. So then he told me, get five minutes ready. Um, go and work it out. Now, another thing I never do, ever, uh, I think I'm the only comic again who never does that. I never go in a club and try my material about TV spot. Never ever. Yeah. Never. That's interesting. Because my my thinking is, if I were to go, um, even when I, I did the Asunia Hall show at the last minute, they called me. Yeah. Uh, about two days before, they said, are you working in the clubs? I said, no, I'm in San Lafarba, I lied. Because they could come and check me out and, not, and change their mind. Yeah. So I said, no, do you already booked me? I'm okay, I'm going to do it. 
The reason why I don't uh, try it in a club the night before, whatever, anytime, because I'm going to try it, and if I bomb, I'll say, fuck, I'm doing this on TV tomorrow. Yeah. So that gets me in a very, very nervous. Very good advice. And because, you know, a, cl- a TV audience is easier. Yeah. But this will be me say, I tried this and I'm doing this tomorrow. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, so I said, no, I trust my instinct. That's excellent. I totally, I get that. Because when I did stand-up for diversity, mm. they wanted me to... The, to really nail the five minutes, you know what I mean? So I did the five minutes. I did clubs for maybe three months because I was really trying to, you know? And then when I did the show, I didn't do the stuff I practiced. And it worked way better, but I just felt like, I just felt like on camera, I was like, you know what, They it wouldn't be good. Uh, I mean, I ended up losing the show, but I felt happier with my set, you know what I mean? Yeah, and a lot of bookers don't know what funny is. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, there's a show called Will Schreiner show years ago. Right. Will Schreiner's a, a comic himself, and his son was a... Twin brother's a big on soap opera, Shrine, Ken Schreiner. Uh-huh. So I'm going through the material with the, with the, with the, the producer guy. He said, no, I don't, I, I don't like this. I don't like... I, oh, I like it. I said, listen, let me tell you something. Those you don't like are my funniest jokes. And those you're choosing is not too good. It's kind of weak. He said, no, but I want you to do this. I said, I beg to do it. I don't want you to fuck up here, but, you know, um, can I bring a tape for you? He said, why? I said, I just want to show you something. So all the jokes on the paper mm-hmm. put in the tape, yeah. and all the ones that I like did really well with the audience. Yeah. And the ones he chose didn't. He said, Jerry, you're right. Okay, just do what you want. That, I'm you telling go. you. They yeah. don't know. They, they don't. don't. No. A joke on paper is different from when you're actually delivering. Totally. The and the funny thing is, the bookers usually make more money than the comics. Oh my god! By it's far. like, it's like what? you don't even know what makes people laugh. Yeah. Oh no. Of course, they have a regular job uh, to begin yeah. with. Yeah. And you get your how much? Eight. It's a shot. Eight hundred or whatever they do now. I don't know. Yeah. And but they have a step. And and the thing is, some people don't like to chance. So when I work with Joan, she after the second show. She said, I think um, I'll take you on the road with me. So she took me to Caesar's Palace. Nice. And she and, 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 and Nell Carter was the middle act, the singer, and I opened. And I was nervous. Caesar's Palace. So huge. That's a mecca. Yeah, I love to I mean, so when I was there now, Joan is such a sweetheart. She's so uh, protective of the people she work with. I got that impression of her. Yes. So I'm going. I'm going. He and says it's so sexy. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> keep saying that I'm going to blow you. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I got that impression. Yes. <laughs> and you were saying, Joan. And, and there's a guy. Yes, I was. I told him, Johnny. Sorry, thanks. My God. So Joan, a guy, a mafia owner, with soup, creepy oh. soup. He said, "You see that clock there?" Mm-hmm. 20 minutes, not one minute more, not one minute more. I said, fuck, <laughs> my first night. I said, okay, okay. Yeah. So I watched the clock. So I went on, I wanted to play the safe, thinking with the safe way. I did 18 minutes. Big mistake. Oh yeah, that's terrible. Because the band playing on Nell Carter. And Nell Carter, that fat fuck wasn't ready. Oh my God! <laughs> 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 wasn't ready. No, I know. Look. Yeah. She's dead. <laughs> Oh. So, and she said, oh, she said, oh, oh Jamie, my friend, you still have two minutes. So then Joan heard what happened. And Joan said, what happened? I said, well, so-and-so this guy, he said, you know what Joan said? Her words, fuck him. <laughs> that, he said, That's you great. work for Joan Rosenberg. I pay you. Yeah. Fuck him, the union, they're not going to fuck up my show. You do as long as you want. Nice. Now, if you know me, that's all I needed. Wow. Clout. There you go. So the second show, he came to me now. I said, hey, don't fucking talk to me for the rest of the two weeks here. He said, what's your problem? I said, you're my fucking problem. If you want to ask me something, talk to Joan. Yeah. Don't talk to me for the rest of the two weeks, please. So <laughs> I went on stage. I did 27 minutes just to piss him off. Yeah. <laughs> because I could hear in the back of the kitchen, um, Nell got a laugh because she's waiting now, waiting there. And I said, and he's looking at me and he's saying, he just watching his time. And I said, 
I guess I never angry man. Yeah. Uh, and since then we didn't talk to me and, and then I did my twenty minutes after that. But I just want to show him that you're don't fuck with me with that clout. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Well you know what's weird is like in in my opinion and I'm sure you're oh, you great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in, in my opinion, I, I think I think uh, twenty minutes and forty five minutes are easy. I think five to Ten minutes are hard. Exactly. It's like what the hell, man. That's true. Yeah, I, I know great comics. Great comics couldn't do make me um, uh, five minutes. They can't do five. Two. Yeah. In a, um, um, I, I won Star Search huh. in, international, right? I do quick jokes. That's awesome. The, the guy who did it with me, Ed McMahon, uh, and the guy who was Carlos Azaraki, he uh. does bits to see. Yeah. And I said, well, I'm going to win because he has to go and talk about his grandmother and do an impression. Like Bill Cosby, as great as he is, well, was. I think he's the greatest comic. He's the most sinful man. But, <laughs> he had some problems. But he couldn't do Star Search and win. Oh, no, not at all. No. By the time he finished, great storytellers can't do Star Search. Well, so you want? Two minutes, yeah. two, one and a half minutes, I think yeah. don't do. And well, laughs are coming. Yeah. One of my uh, best friends is Norm Macdonald. Oh, he's a nice guy. I love Norm. And, and he made he made the finals on Star Search, and uh, he he lost to this man called Bushman. And he, I was like, "How do you lose to that?" Because like Bushman has no career now. All he does is scare people on the streets in San Francisco for money. Oh. And Norm was like, "Well, because he's not that type of comic. He's not. Right. You know what I mean? He he gets warmed up with ten minutes. Yes. After ten minutes, it's a beauty. Beauty. Yeah, that's right. You know, and that's the same stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Because um, the first person who went into was Brad Garrett. Yeah, yeah. He because he had jokes, good jokes. Yeah. Sinbad did a lot of winning to Sinbad. Sinbad won? No, no. I thought he made the finals. He made, yeah, but yeah. He didn't, um, I hope he was a guy who from Toronto to um, uh, uh, our impressionist guy. He beat, he beat oh. Sinbad. Geechee guy. Geechee guy. Very, he won a lot of um, um, segments. Yeah. He won the most, I think, without winning. Yeah. And But he has jokes too. I thought Drake Sather was one of the ones that came in without he, winning. Yeah, um, I do know. I can't remember. Uh, I know he is. Yeah. Dennis Miller did it. Dennis Miller was, was awesome too. He was. Uh, he was. Uh, no, um, oh yeah, it, it's a different style. Two minutes. They cut bang down to a, a, a minute and a half. Uh. I didn't. They didn't do the whole two minutes. That's the whole. Let's go. Let's go. Uh. You know. Just. But I knew um, when 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 he went on, uh, Carlos. I said I think I'm going to win because he had to wait long to get one laugh. Yeah, it's funny, but he has to, he's doing sure. a little bit. I'm doing quick, my quick, quick jokes. Now, Jerry, we actually, ju- we actually have Twitter questions. I know M- uh, Megan asked you some, but these ones I got in the car. I, no, I haven't yeah. asked him oh, any yeah. questions. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, and I save those for you. I know they're your favorite. Go on. Go oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we 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 only have five minutes, but um, oh. here's a. <laughs> Uh, but uh, here, here's a here's a. Well, I know I'm dropping the ball. Yeah, I, I can barely turn the microphone on. Well, here, here's the Twitter question that uh, uh, that I have that I think is really appropriate since we're talking about this humor. Uh, Jerry, what's your favorite dark joke, and can you tell it on air? Well, it's up to you if I can tell it. Yeah, man. Well, please. Do yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. I don't well, care. I figured out a lot of joke. Um, <clears throat> this guy <laughs> went to an agent and with an apple. Uh-huh. And the agent said, what's this apple for? He said, this is a special apple. This, if you bite it, but before you bite it, just pretend what kind of fruit you want it to taste like. I said, are you sure? He said, yeah. He said, you could have bite it. He said, what do you want it to taste like? He said, well, I want it just like a banana. He said, bite it. He's like a banana. Wow. <laughs> he said, and Jason said, you see? He said, well, I'll tell you. I don't know if I could represent you with just that. If you could make an apple that tastes like a pussy. He said, a pussy? He said, well, you could do that, but it'll take about a couple of weeks to get that done. He <laughs> said, I don't care. He said, get it done and bring it back. Two weeks after he came up with the apple. So I'm here now, so... He said, no, this tastes like a pussy. He said, 
jabber. Right? It's just like shit. He said, no, turn it around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was dark. Uh, that's a, that's a joke. That's you want to real sick jokes? Yeah, we'll, we'll do one more. We are, uh, really that was, that was, that was, yeah. that was very good. We, we just got the light, which oh, is weird. We're oh. having our own show. I don't know we, if you can yeah. Don't want to tell us. But, yeah, yeah. So okay. This is disgusting, I mean, sick. Oh yeah, disgusting. Yes. So is it more is it more disgusting or more dark? Well, let's hear it. Well, we have disgusting a and a combo. Oh, combo. Okay, I'll take a combo. I'll try a combo. Okay, should I tell you? Um, no, okay, I won't tell you. I will tell you a better joke. You want to tell me off air? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah, because I, I like I like that. This woman sitting on a bar, taking a glass of champagne, drinking the champagne. A farmer walks in. At the bar, and order champagne. And the woman said, What a coincidence. You're drinking champagne, and I'm drinking champagne. Are you celebrating something? The farmer said, Yeah, I agree. My chicken couldn't lay eggs for the longest time. And this morning, I got up a dozen eggs. She said, What a coincidence. My husband and I were trying to get me pregnant for six years now. Nothing. Yesterday the doctor told me I'm pregnant. What a coincidence, yeah. And she said, what did you do so the chicken cried? He said, well, I used a different cock. He said, what a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well... <laughs> That's awesome. I like that oh one. Uh, but no, you you want to hear you want to hear my favorite dark joke? Yes. Yeah, and then we'll Do close it. on this. Do but um, this one it's not really funny, but it's in the news. You know what I mean? Uh, a couple years ago, this family went to Mexico and they uh, they lost their child named Alex. He's like six or seven, you know. And you know how there's this whole drug war going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, what happened was Alex was like five or six. He's playing with you know, his little yo-yo or whatever, and he sees a churro man, and the churro's man and like, hey, Alex, you like churros? I don't know how he knew his name, but he did. And uh, the, Alex is like, yeah, yeah, I do. So uh, the churro man's like, I got a whole fucking van full of churros if you want some churros. And the guy's like, cool. So the man, like, Alex gets in the van, and the man drives away, right? Now what happens is a couple of days later the parents are like, "Oh my God, where's Alex?" And we gotta get back to the United States because work, visa, divorce, attorneys, stuff like that. So they're about to get back to the States and they're like, "Where's Alex?" You know, and they see a, a little Mexican guy carrying a little boy, and the mom's like, "Stop! That's my son! That's Alex! That's Alex!" And she gets out of the car and she runs. The Mexican guy get he gets like scared, you know, so he throws Alex in the air and he runs, you know, and the mom comes to Alex and uh, Alex is you know he's dead, you know, what I mean they killed him. And they took out all his liver and, you know, his blood and stuff, and they stuffed him with drugs, you know? Like needles, cocaine, heroin, drugs, you name it. And the mom was sad, and she was crying, and uh, I don't know why. She got a lifetime supply of free drugs. <laughs> oh, ho, ho. Yikes. Oh. That's not nice. <laughs> that's <laughs> dark. Yes, it is. Well, that's of course. You were correct <laughs> on that. That's a movie uh, waiting to be made. I want to, let, let, let's end it on your, your uh, dark joke. I, it's <laughs> too late. You already <laughs> did that. You go to high school graduate. Say, Dad, can you lend me my, your car for, to go to the prom? He said, Dad said, well, I'll tell you, you know, Hand up something. She said, Dad, what? He said, Well, you have to give me a blowjob. <laughs> Dad! I mean, Daddy said, Well, if you want the car, you're going to learn this when you grow up, you might as well start with me. You've got to give me a blowjob. She said, Oh, I can't give you a blowjob, Dad. Just to borrow your car for one night. He said, That's it. Yes or no? That's up to you. She said, No, the promise coming up the same day and on the night. What she can do, God, got to have that God, God. She said, you know what, I gotta give in. I'll give in. He said, Dad, I'll give you a blue job. He said, you're gonna go for the car? He said, yeah, I'll give it. Zip it down. And she started deployment. He said, ah, Dad, it's just like shit. He said, oh, I'm forgot to tell you, your brother borrowed the car this morning. <laughs> <laughs>
That's not nice. Well, that's awesome. Well, we're we're out of time, man. But man, oh, Jerry, thanks so much for doing the show, pal. Thank you so much. That was fun. Would you plug something? Anything? What are you doing? Are you going home? Oh yeah, anything. Well, I'm plugging you with your body. Well, actually, I have some things I had. Well, I'm not. Paid in full is a is a movie we just did. It's on Facebook. It's premiering on the 26th of of. Of September, September twenty sixth, and then um, um, I did. It's late in America. Um, mm. It's 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 another one I just did in Detroit, uh-huh. okay. and the Jones is almost American in Albuquerque. All these I just did. Yeah, coming up there, and then I'm opening okay. your body. I'm in Mesquite, Casablanca, mm. Ice House. On Thursday. Thursday. Ice House? Yeah. Let's go yeah. on Ice House, yeah, Alan Lee. Yes. There's a special show. Only 10, <laughs> only 10 minutes. There's a good friend of mine named Leslie, um, uh, Leslie Norris. She's been a long time now. Yeah. 15, 20 years. She's doing a girls thing, a contest for three minutes each. But she always has me and Jimmy Brogan oh. and some and some somebody doing 10 minutes. So, But it's not like a show. Yeah. yeah. You have to wait till I'm doing a real show. Okay. Yeah. 10 minutes. Clean material. I hate to interrupt, but the director is getting really upset. So the guy with the black suit yeah. is bothering us, and we don't have. Jo- we just we don't, don't have, have time. All right, well, <laughs> I, Ice House, and uh, I, w- I would love to have you back so we have more time because I, time? I love your humor, man. Okay. Yeah. If, if you could pay me the money, you'll give me Rick Moranis. <laughs> yes, we'll bring Rick. <laughs> well, let's talk after the we'll show, bring guys. Some yes. Yeah. Thank we'll you guys we'll so much. Uh, join us next week. Have a good night. Thanks. <laughs> You're listening to Razor Riffs with Keith Razor and Alan Lee right here on L.A. Talk Radio. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Give us some feedback. Good, honest, terrible, doesn't matter. Also, follow us on social media. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Razor Riffs. I am also on Stereo if you would like to chat with me there. www.stereo.com slash Keith And on Cameo, www.cameo.com slash Keith If you enjoyed the show, please send us a donation on the Anchor app. We really do appreciate it, and we'll rift with you again soon.